friends. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. It's been a long day. He's driving off the California coast. Lirium in his his car. Ow. What's up, Martin? Hey, friends. It's just, it's too bad somebody gets preferably. Uh, What's up, guys? How's everybody doing? Doing good. Doing Doing good. Good. Welcome to another episode of Dice Bar Gaming Podcast. Last episode. Tell us what happened, Morris. Uh, I was kicked in the face by a devil and then died. I think he stabbed you with a piece of paper, a very sharp piece. It's the world's worst paper cut. (laughs) Through your neck. You're an arterial wound on your neck, if we will. I didn't get to fire my gun. Not (laughs) once. You really wanted to fire that thing once. Somebody will fire it for you. Don't worry, buddy. (laughs) Ouch. Let's be honest, it's probably going to be Yuri. It's probably Yuri's loot, too. It's a martial weapon. I can't use it. (laughs) Anybody can use it. That's the magical property of it. Yeah, yeah but if you don't be. have, like, uh, exotic weapon proficiency, you take a negative eight. Yeah, but that's it. what the, the weapon, remember the weapon's magical property is it gives you that free, free, yeah, free right. feet. I forgot about that. Yeah, anybody at this table can use it. So now it's I stab look. Yuri. <laughs> and why he's healing himself, <laughs> I, I use sleight of hand to take the gun. Uh, so to it's recap. It's fine, he'll just be like, why did you stab me? I'm like, I, I saw greed in your eye. <laughs> so to recap, the last episode, you fought the contract devil. At the beginning of the combat, he was still very much hampered by the precautions you had taken. However, these precautions you had built around this whole exorcism did not take into account the level of power this this devil really was uh it still slowed him down but in the end you you fought him almost at his full strength Uh, i took away some spell-like abilities and things like that uh so he was still hampered a little bit but for the most part you you fought like 85 percent of them in in the end prevailed uh, a trustee was on death's door, but Yuri crossed the room, healed her, got her back up into the fight. So in the end, Lyrium succumbed to his bleeding damage. He is drained out on the floor. His, his last words. Strom! Why? <laughs> <laughs> and the devil has paid his due. And is gone. The room now has gotten quiet. And your friends laying motionless on the floor. And the three of you. And Atressi and Nancy. Uh, who's barely breathing under the bed. After yeah. it exploded. So now all you hear is a little bit of a fire crackling here and there. Of what is left. Anything I missed on the recap that you guys want to discuss? Mm-hmm. Nah. All right. Let's get into it. So as I said, everybody has the Saving Private Ryan ring in their ears of a grenade going off in the room. Zane, you're under the bed with Nancy. She's breathing hard, hasn't opened her eyes yet, and is, after a few moments falls into a deep deep slumber Yuri 
you did not save. I'm a, I'm in a little pain. Your eyeballs are burning. Your hair is singed. But you were able to get all of Lyrium's loot. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> you you saved all this sweet sweet loot. Magic I, items by feel. <laughs> you, you, you I was I was just about to take this opportunity while he was blind <laughs> to steal all the magic <laughs> items. But no, yeah, that's yeah. why he failed the save. Yeah, Captain America jumped on that grenade. <laughs> he jumped. He jumped Yuri, on the loot. And Yuri, the Yuri jumped on the loot to make sure it's it's okay. magical items. Uh, my loot. <laughs> Strom. Oh. Strom, you threw yourself across the room to avoid this this fireball. The devil did not leave behind a body. There's no bones. There's no accoutrements of what he was holding or carrying or anything like that. However, there is pieces of floating paper, like somebody burned thousands and thousands of parchment and scattered it throughout the room. Great. You just twilighted devils. They just disappear into sparkles. Great, Marty. Great. Oh, you did not defeat me on my home plane, buddy. I'm still out there. You have a planes knowledge, right? I do not. Oh, well, no. then you don't know that. I yeah. don't know that. I'm just like... You know. We do now. For those who have planes knowledge, you're like killing a devil on its... It's very hard to kill a devil on... Uh, a normal plane, you have to kill it on its its home turf to really get rid of it. So he just did an overpowered, I'm Batman. <laughs> he pretty much did a fuck you. Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> devils have phylacteries. It's not called that. It's like a soul stone or something like that. Yeah. And if you kill him without destroying this thing, they just come back after a time. Yeah, they, it usually depends on the on the level of the power of the demon, but usually about a year. They well, it's very, so well it's not back. a year. A year is nothing to a devil. And honestly, yeah. like the... Devils find it very inconvenient because you probably kicked him off the plane for like 100 years. Yeah. Unless he finds a way, somebody summons him by name yeah. or something like that. But you never got his name. But a little little planes knowledge for everybody. We Whoever has it. We know his name. It's called Good Riddance. Yeah, Good Riddance. <laughs> um, Atressi gets busy right away as you guys are orienting yourselves. It looks like she's gathering... She's looking through this uh, falling parchment in the air with great interest, almost like selecting a piece and throwing it into like the middle of her hands. And she's looks like she's crafting something. That she's grabbing little pieces out of here and there, like almost like grabbing some piece of data out of the Matrix or something. <laughs> okay. She's grabbing the devil's contract. She's probably, yeah, she's probably recreating the devil's side of the contract. So she is busy at the moment. Right. Well, I will pull a girl out from under the bed and okay. look for somebody to heal her. Okay. Well, She's missing a finger and has two broken wrists. Like, okay. I grabbed it when it fell off of her body when I pulled her into the thing. I was <laughs> I was going to say that to what, what, whoever. <laughs> Bobby chopped it off. I know. I just figured. Or sorry, was, Yuri chopped it off. Bobby I, really. I figured it was just on her body. So like when I yanked her sure, off you of got the bed. The... You got the finger. It's a little crispy, yeah. but it's all right. It's yeah. like a chicken finger. It's a, trying to hold her down. I'm like, it's a, well, I was, I was gonna do a thing when it's I a found finger. somebody to, to, to heal her. I'd be like, hey, this might be important. <laughs> uh, there was a sound in the back of your guy's head during this whole combat. It was very not important at the time, but now you're realizing somebody's been banging on the door of the room this whole time, and it finally busts open as Abner makes his way in. Apparently his way was barred during this whole play, this whole event. I and puff out a little bit of smoke from the explosion. This is why you don't fight devils. 
in a secluded area. <laughs> and I back you up saying this is why you just don't fight devils, period. Because <laughs> I, I look like a burnt burrito in its bag. <laughs> uh, someone forgot to take off the plastic wrapping <laughs> yes I'm, I'm, I'm hurting <laughs> Abner quickly crosses the room to his daughter as you're pulling her out he helps you get her out gently and put her back on the crispy bed I give him the finger <laughs> how dare you <laughs> uh, no he takes it tenderly and looks at her and doesn't ask questions. He's just checking to see for signs of life and is she okay, and uh, just worry playing across his face. Uh, everyone gather around the bed. I've got one last uh, channel left for healing. Yeah. All right. Roll your uh, lay on hands, please. Uh, oh, crud. 11, 12, 13, 16 to everybody. All right. The power of Asher penetrates deep inside of all of your bodies. <coughs> Except you, Lyrium. Sorry. That's when we find out he's dead. Well, actually, the wounds on his body heal. It just doesn't bring back the spirit. No, it does not. Maybe it hasn't fully dawned on all of you. The power of Vasher does suffuse the area, closing off a lot of wounds and burns and other various uh, injuries. But Lyrium remains unchanged and motionless on the floor. Lyrium does not look so good. I think he is dead. Oh, no. I know. He was the only one who could hold the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll do a heel check on him. Nope, nice. 21. Uh, his brachial artery in his, his neck has been severed. And he bled out in moments. Wow. This, in the, I don't know, not funny thing is, but the, <laughs> the, the funny thing is, it's it? <laughs> it's not like a gash in his neck. It's not like a axe wound or anything crazy. It's a sliver through his neck that just parted the artery, and it was, it, it, it's I the mean, thinnest that... of cuts. Uh, I get done checking him over, and I'll tell the guys that he had a. Uh cut to the artery in his neck and he bled out he didn't have a chance I am so sorry Abner says from the bed holding his holding Nancy he was a brave man and from what I've been told a good captain and I noticed the clasp has let go of his arm mm. we have to tell Sebastian about this it's gonna break him I'll let one of you two. He doesn't like me. <laughs> he doesn't like any of us. Yeah, he really doesn't like any of us. So, Storm will tell him. No, actually, we'll just tell him he left and said, find me. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> he wouldn't want to live in a world without lyrium, so just kill him quietly before you say anything to him. Just <laughs> <laughs> you hurt the man. I am not imagining things. I will do that. I hate you, Then you do that. <laughs> well. All right. So party fun loot. All right. <laughs> well, let's bury the loot with him. That was his item. I think we should return it to his family. Mm. It is a family heirloom. I don't know if he has family, but we can at least look and try and return it. We will give it to Sebastian if he doesn't die. 
mysteriously. I think he's going to die mysteriously. <laughs> I think he's already been confirmed that. I think I heard the deity saying Sebastian's dead. <laughs> he will be wyvern food once again. If there is a way to bring him back, if Tregum has resources available, I will help you. We would appreciate that. There are no promises of things like this. We understand. The gods are fickle. But I'm sure you gentlemen understand more than even I. Uh, is there a chart? Uh, has the DM made of a chart? There is a chart <laughs> that the DM must roll. Uh, it's a very complicated percentage of the availability of bringing someone back. He doesn't want there to be no possibility, but he doesn't want to cheapen the death experience as well. Fair enough. If but to the DM, sense. isn't there the possibility that the actual person may not want to return? There is that. But I've already discussed this with Morris, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's for, so for everybody at game purposes out there and at the table, because this is one of the few times you guys have had the resources. One, like with... Uh, Alistair, for example, you were in the middle of a dungeon. That was one of the resources weren't even really there. It's like, oh, shit. And you never even found his real body. You found, like, a weird head thing. <laughs> so in, in this example, you have the body. You have a player willing to want to continue his character. So from there, in like, in D&D terms, you guys have the resources. It would be pretty easy, actually, in D&D terms, to gather an amount to put together a res, raised dead. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. However, in my game world... Not all gods want to bring every soul back. And there's vested interests in the afterlife that come into play. So there's going to be a lot of percentages involved later. Does anybody have a boon, for example? Nope, we we used that in that last fight. (laughs) For every boon you die with, adds 10%. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, if a player had a wow, boon... Way, way to incentivize hanging on to boons. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> eh? You know, I mean, I hardly give them out anyway. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway, every... The player that dies has an extra 10% of st- sticking around. For example, a let's say Strom had a boon. I'll add uh, 10% from that, and he's willing to give it up. It's like... In roleplay terms, Strom went to the vet Church of Asher later on and prayed to his god personally, like, look, Lyrium's a cool dude, I like him, like cut of jib, can you hook him up? And he's, like, personally asking Vasher to, to, to put his thumb on the scale, so to speak. But these boons are gone. Even if the percentage fails, they're gone. So, can but if you die with a boon, yes. It's, your god is... Uh, Diegas, the goddy, got, goddy, the god of <laughs> goddy, <laughs> goddy of partying and having a good time. He's like, you know, I like I like lyrium, so he's putting his finger on the scale. But again, a lot of things are gonna come into play. Uh, I'm a, who's a, who, who's available to help, what's available to help, and things like that. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Let's it's not really the the topic for the motion. So, but death is death isn't guaranteed in this world either. So. I do wish we'd kept Alistair's head, though. It looked like a strange sex. I mean, we could have put it on the back. Have you known Yuri to throw anything out? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he does on a Friday night? 
I know, right? <laughs> Back to the room. Um, Abner was just uh, I will do everything in my power to help him or put him at rest. We will have to find a high-powered class priest of some type that has, that isn't been imbued with their God's blessings. We will look into these things. They are in short supply. Otherwise, if I had one in my pocket, I may have not uh, utilized your services. So, you have a unique power. But some of the coffers of these churches are deep. They may have something to help us. You have my total support in this. And... Of course, what I promised you. Nancy stirs a little bit, and his attention goes back to her. I trust you. Case. Strom heads over to her. There is a charred, still, it's still cooking. <laughs> as funny as it sounds, you, ever, you guys ever seen a? piece of paper burn in a fire and a float it's floating around and it's got the 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 embers in the it. embers playing out through it she has a bunch of pieces of tiny paper formed into a parchment shape in front of her but it's still embering and it's looking like some sort of diabolic powers holding the paper together is this the contract this is the contract. Yes. <laughs> it is mostly what you have told me. But there's a little extra here. The writing is... Does anybody read Diabolic Devil? Writing? No. I, so. I can cast Read Magic. Oh, she's got it. Unless you're not going to believe her. It has some interesting subparts here. The girl was deceiving this whole time. This was a setup. What do you mean? Being she was banking on her father this whole time. This was for the wizard's soul. The devil had no interest in hers. They prematurely did this. So the devil could get Abner. Huh. It does explain all those things. He was very adamant about bringing the father in. Yes. And she looks over at him, and the weakling would have done it. Does it say what the third wish was? She would have gotten it after the father's soul was secured by the devil. Probably to come out of his shadow was to become everything he was. Yes, I think it was part. If you read here, very good, Yuri. If you read here, from coming out from his shadow was part of the wish. It's tied in quite lovely, actually. I think we should tell him. It would be better for him to know. That is up to you. These kind of things tend to change mortals in their preconceived notions. He looks. She looks over at Nancy. She's deep asleep in his arms. Uh, her is... face at peace for once. You, they, you've only known her, of course, a few hours, yeah. but everything you've seen has been anguish. This was no 
walk in the park for her. Yeah. It could be a life-changing moment for him and her, as is. But if she is still not happy with the outcome, she may try it again. She may? You mortals are never happy. And she flicks in the, the, in the contract. <laughs> what? That was the proof. It wasn't going to stick around much longer. <sighs> okay. Now we just have to destroy the second part. That was it. Oh, oh. you mean the initial. No, see, the devil's contract had that subpart in it. Hers will not have that, as we've already observed. But the contract still holds, so therefore it's still bound with both contracts, correct? You have the girl's contract, do you not? Yeah, that's why I say we need destroy to destroy it. it. Ah. Well, tell him, or don't tell him. It's up to you. I believe he should know. I do too. If his daughter is mentally ill to the point that she's willing to sacrifice him to become him. Mm-hmm. He needs Instantly to know. Ill. No. She or is, just power hungry. She is sane. She just does not believe that he deserves to live. And then that is for them to figure out later. But I will tell him. What say you, Sir Knight? She looks at Strom. Hmm. I do believe she did not want to live under her father's shadow. Not wanting to live under your father's shadow is another thing than murdering him and condemning to eternal torment. Please, there's... Murdering is simple, Zane, you know that. What this is, is much different. Yes. This is forever. Damnation. She would have been beautiful forever, never aging, and would have had all his power and resources. It has its pecs. She lightly, Matressi, stretches her own body, her wings out. Thank you, by the way, Yuri, for saving me on this plane. You're welcome. This devil's not dead, you all realize. Or at least may start to begin to know. He's pretty pissed with us. You have killed him on this plane, but his real essence of everything he is, is in the house. Yours children, or your children's children, might come to regret this day. And I've made him an enemy forever as well. Eh, she shrugs her shoulders. Thank you, Yuri. You're welcome. And the devil's thank you. Honestly felt is not something to be taken lightly. My lady. I will make myself scarce for some time now. I will find you, my little kittens. (laughs) (laughs) I do like this night. She pats you with her tail. (laughs) You're just shaking his head. (laughs) Zane. Before I leave, you have some real talent. Especially for... Mm. Things that go bump in the night. Perhaps we shall speak. I can teach you some things about the darker things of the world. 
No, I thank you for your interest, but uh, I think I am damned enough as it is. Mm. You are wise to think of strings, but I have a unique experience with you mortals in this group. I know I can say there are no strings all day, and you'll yet still look above. We'll earn trust, maybe, someday. Perhaps. Keep it in mind. Let me get out of here before the powerful mage decides I am unwelcome. He is scary in his own right. Be careful. What do you think, Lyra? Too soon. Damn. We're going to go back to that well over and over. At least for this episode. <laughs> oh, and the episode before that. And... Weekend at Lyrium's. <laughs> I pick him up, stick oh. my hand in the back of the <laughs> I hate the fact that probably 90% of like, the people listening will not get that joke. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, that, no. that, yeah that is kind of sad. Man. All right. <laughs> Back in my day, there was a couple of movies. Nancy is knocked out. Abner is with her. Do you want to say anything about this contract now? Go tell him, Strong. You are good at giving bad news. <laughs> I, I look up <laughs> and to the right. Strong's <laughs> like, Your daughter's a traitor's whore! <laughs> <laughs> I'll go up to him and I'll uh, tap him on his shoulder. He sees you coming. Well, I, I wouldn't know if he's paying okay. attention. Or, there's something I need to discuss with you. Yes. Um, Yori, go ahead. The part of the contract that we could not see on hers was on the devil's contract. There was a subpart that we were able to see before it burned away. Go this on. Whole, His face gets deadpan. Go on. This whole event was for the devil to take your soul. You were the final payment for her third wish. He curls her hair, his hand through his, her hair. But with that, that is your family's decision of what to do with it. You have confirmed my suspicions. Nothing like that seeks a girl like this without an ulterior motive. I have made many enemies on all planes through my days. This is my upcoming in a way, but I shall seek to rectify and atone for what I have done. I will deal with her. But I, past this day, you will not see Nancy again. But she will be somewhere at peace. And hopefully, someday learn that I never intended to do and cast a shadow over her. I would offer <laughs> one piece of advice you can go with or not. I will gladly take it, Yuri. Do not take that this was directly her wish. We've read the diary. She was sad. She was tired of being in your shadow. But look outside sources as well. That maybe she was influenced to be this way. Mm. Yes. That is of no doubt. However, could you be influenced to do this with your, to your father? I observed I no clue. who he is. He's a good man. With enough desertion and lies, it could happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. I hope so. 
But maybe you could show her a better side. You're not wrong. And you could gain your daughter back. You are not wrong, Yuri. Thank you for your cup. You're welcome. In the next few days, I will have my people take care of Lyrium. And let us see what we can do. If at worst, I can give him a, an area on my family's plot. He can be buried with honor within the city of Crete. Thank you for that. We have a person that is of his family, so to speak, here. We will let that person make the final decision if we cannot bring him back. Very well. Let me know. We will discuss business further. I have things to attend to, obviously, now. Just but us. you'll see me within the next few days. Yes, seek us when you're ready. So, Yuri um, turns around, comes back to the group, tells him what he thought. You know, he was already figuring that it was the case, that it was about him anyway. Uh, but... I give Strom the bag of holding and tell him to please remove the items from Lyrium and place them in the bag. I do not want others touching our friend. Understood. Lyrium is to be treated with the utmost respect. And you guys see me as greedy, so therefore if I do it, it's not respectful. I think the clasp has some connection to the ship. We will talk about that. I do not want to be bound to the ship. I do not. I think our path will be far beyond the ship. Well, it may be keeping the crew on the ship. So we should consider whether or not we wish to retain their services. I think it would be better to be a question without it being forced. Because it seemed forced. Huh? Say what? Absolutely. Can you grab me a bottle of water Mine that's not, not in water the fridge? <laughs> How about a Bud Light? Oh, I would have gotten you one. Nah, I All right. I better not hear some grape popping or you die. <laughs> With that, I think we should just go into the percentages of Lyrium's survival. All right. So there's a few. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a good luck can pop. You know, 5%. All right, we'll take it. All right. So you get 50% so, with the boom. A raised dead, nothing else going for you is a 10% chance that the raised dead is available and that it works on your corpse. Here's another thing, guys. So raised dead has a monetary value attached to it. Mm-hmm. It expends when you use it on the corpse. So you don't get your money back if you try. Yeah. Okay? I want that out there. There's no like money back guarantee body comes back. So this can be costly as well. It's all right. How do we we're know not paying it's for legit? it anyway? Yeah, we're not paying for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, just because I don't want to role play this out every time, it's legit every time. Okay, like you guys have done your due like due diligence, you you understand it's a legit source. Yeah. Okay, wipe your beard. I'm not going to mess with that. From taking care of all the customers and getting the money. <laughs> um, <laughs> a resurrection, however, will increase that chance to twenty percent base. Like nothing else is going for you. Like, base 20%. However, we have to roll a percentage to see if that's even available in this town. So, raised dead is available. Resurrection. Always. Always will be raised dead by rules. You know, it's going to be uh, available. However, a resurrection is not always. 
based on if you're in a capital city, for example, you have an 80% chance of resurrections available. Here, let's say 60% chance there's a resurrection available. So does so everybody want me to roll the 60% or does somebody else want to roll it? 60 or under? I don't mind rolling if you guys want me to. I would also be willing to roll it. All right, roll it, Derek. Roll it. Odd three. Odd three. Okay. Resurrection is available. <laughs> so with Derek's camp pop, 5%. <laughs> and the and resurrection being available. Yuri, look up the cost of a resurrection scroll. Uh -oh. <laughs> Odd three, I'm going to say it's a priest. So I will take off a little bit of the, the cost. If it's the scroll, you have to pay for the full scroll and services. So we'll talk about gotcha. the cost here in a moment. All right, you have a boot, correct? Yes. That is 10%. So we are now dealing with a 35% chance of seeing Lyrium again. Last little bit, and this is you, Morris, mm -hmm. is your plea for Lyrium. Why should Lyrium come back? Why does he want to come back? What does he have left to do that is very important in his life? I think he just, he's, he's got this boat. He's got a new lease on life. He's just had a vision of a brother he didn't even remember. And uh, there's likely a personal mystery there that he needs to unravel. So he has now some unfinished business. And uh, just in general, I think the finding a new role as, as a keeper and a captain of a super duper ship. Okay. I think he, he feels like he has more to, to do. What would he do moving forward? What would he be his his goals? Give me some goals. <sighs> I mean, work with the keepers still, but he definitely is going to interject his uh, personal quest now. He is definitely going to want to investigate the Rusty Penny if any trace of that remains, and uh, the mystery of his brother and their parents. Okay. I will give you 15%. Ooh. So, just because I like the cool 50-50 idea. You have a 50-50 shot. How much is a resurrection? 10,000, and it's a level 7. Okay. I will reduce that. The cleric will do it for seven and a half thousand standards. All right, well, let me read a little bit about the spell. The conditions of the remains is not a factor, which is always a good thing. You know, you've been hit by a disintegration mm. spell. Yeah, well, he's a little crispy, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the portion receiving the spell must be a part of the creature's body at the time of death. Not a problem there. The creature can have been dead no longer than 10 years per caster level which is interesting upon the completion of the spell the creature is immediately restored to full hit points vigor and health with no loss of prepared spells the subject of the of the spell gains one permanent negative level when it is raised just as he had been hit by a uh, energy draining creature if the subject is at the level one, it takes two points of constitution drain instead. Are we going to still do that? The negative level? Uh, yes, like but you're... I think you can get a restoration no. to fix that. No, it's permanent. permanent. No, but 
permanent is not permanent. <laughs> as funny as that sounds, mm, like when a Morty's game. So if he says, it's well, no, you zombie. remember when like I, I'm not sure about this, but remember when like a zombie touches you or something like that, or a ghoul touches you, it's like a permanent. It says like permanent ability drain and shit like that. Yet you can a restoration can fix it. So huh. look up restoration after that. I'm gonna right here with greater restoration because that's probably the only thing that would work on this. Greater restoration. You'll probably say works like restoration. Uh, the spell functions like lesser uh, restoration. <laughs> You're going to have to look up lesser restoration. Here it is. Lesser restoration dispels any magical effects, reducing one of the subject's ability scores or cures one die four points of temporary ability damage to the subject's okay. ability score. Uh, does not restore permanent ability drain. Okay. Uh, I think restoration does. Restoration. Restoration functions like lesser restoration except it, it also dispels negative temporary negative levels or one permanent negative level okay restoration so, restoration. Yep. so <laughs> i could restore that to, how much still? is a restoration uh level four and how and much how much does that cost that is a thousand uh gold points a thousand points so for eight grand <laughs> you can have him back and i'll restore him too <laughs> Bobby, that look. And understand this eight grand could reduce in a failure. Well, and you that's, don't even that's get why we got a nice. Well, I'll give you a grand. Back. You'll get 500 back. It'll cost 7,500 for sure. And then the extra 500 is for. So, how much is, is the. Because the guy offered to pay for everything. How much is he you know willing what? to pay for? You're, it? That's a good call. He will cover it. He'll cover Okay. So then we say. will definitely do it. He will cover it. <laughs> but all right, I, and Bobby I, I, will feel much better about. That. I was a, I was more talking in the future, I guess. Yeah. So now, yeah. yeah I totally brain farted. Well, in the future, hopefully, we're a much higher level <laughs> next time. We need to do this because eight grand at our level is like, <sighs> oh my god, just take off my limbs. That's a twenty grand car uh, in real world. But yeah, all right. To role play this, uh, we are dealing with a priest of. Priestess of Sephirian. Goddess of life. <laughs> Why are you pointing to yourself? I can do it. <laughs> you cannot. I'm level seven. Caster level seven. Caster level seven, you dingleberry, which is 14 cleric, which is like a 20 you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Actually, He's I halfway there. Hey, I, I don't want to spend a, a whole episode doing this. Okay. So to fast forward this, you found a very high level priestess of Sephirian, goddess of life, death, and birth. She is a, a woman of few words, uh, advanced in age, around 65, head of the highest church here in Trigum, is actually here visiting to conduct the summer, fe for the summer festival. She's heard of your exploits, she's willing to help, of course, for the price but won't overcharge you by any means. So honestly, eight grand is somebody that favors you. I could later on rake you over the coals and yeah. <laughs> and have my way with you, so to speak. <laughs> uh, like yeah, when you. you're talking about grand. bringing somebody back to life, <laughs> you can really so, charge what you want for that. <laughs> she puts her hands on his, on his head, feels his crispy body, and determines this is no human. And he has a strong will to live. 
He has a name on his lips that he will seek for the rest of his days until he finds him. He has a good chance. What do you mean he's not human? Yeah, what do you mean? I will not tell his secrets in life, Oda. I should have said nothing to begin with. It's just intriguing. All right, I will do this for seven and and a half thousand standards, which has been agreed to be paid. You guys are like, Yuri's mouth just drops down. <laughs> I need to. I yeah, yeah, you look at all bold now. You know you don't have to pay it. <laughs> I will confirm this with the party that agreed to this, but I believe they understood full well what was involved. A couple hours later, it's been agreed upon. Brings Rade to the temple. Bodies upon the altar. She begins to cast. This is a shvifte, shvifte chance. I think Morris's life should be in his own hands, unless he wants to give it, put it in somebody else's. Yep. And do you want you higher or low? Higher or low. You can say fifty-one and higher. You come back, or fifty and lower. You come back. I'm gonna aim low. Okay. So yeah, I would hate myself too. 50, I can't do under fifty or over fifty. All right. If you're this is for it, guys. Everybody, hold on. That's tension. You feel that? Hey, Don't tell me your number yet. <laughs> now, and she's casting. Zephyrian, goddess of life and death. We seldom explore the rebirth. Please give this one another chance. And his lips will forever honor you. This I swear it. Room fills with a holy light and Zane melts immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the rest of you guys, <laughs> you guys have felt, and you are powerful and you're right. I'm not, shit is not the DM shitting on you or any means like that. But this unassuming older woman just showed you more magical might in this one spell. It almost brings you to your knees in what could be maybe the sheer magnitude of power you have just felt is overwhelming, brings maybe tears to your eyes, whatever, however. It's it's incredible, and when when you're, the light starts returning to the room, because you're all blinded by the crying, light. You're crying. Shut up. Derek is a douche in the middle of the night. <laughs> but uh, as you guys are all seeing again, what number did you roll? Twenty-four. Breathe. <laughs> I have tasted the void and hunger for its pleasures. <laughs> so, wait, wait, sorry. <laughs> Miriam is back. Rush to his side. <laughs> Help him sit up. Why does my mouth taste like fire? Be glad it tastes like that. Strom was near you. <laughs> I told him not to. <laughs> Where's my captain's clasp? It's I think bag. we should give him his stuff back. I mean, oh. he's alive again. Yeah, look, I pull out the bag of holding. Not to be demanding, but can you do the hand... thing with the the with the extra five hundred dollar thing? 
the He still looks a little off. Uh, he's a strange woman's opening your mouth. Say ah. Boots ah. <laughs> up your nose. Your ears. You feel shadows clinging to your mind. No, no, not really. Do you feel death just over your shoulder? No. Good. Nothing has followed you in the afterlife. You do feel, however, a little hand in your hand. You look down, Miriam, and you see nothing. But that feeling of a little hand in your hand. And an echoing of, Don't leave me. Where are you going? Something pleading with you not to leave. It's a weird memory. It's echoing constantly in your head. It's it's, it's kind of into the background, but like tinnitus, always going to be there a little bit. Are you sure? Death usually leaves a trail of some sort. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Hmm. She smiled. Keep your secrets. <laughs> yeah, is it all right that you are lying to us? <laughs> <laughs> she smiles. Keep your secrets. This will help a little bit. And another spell of incredible power is cast upon him. Color returns to his face. That hand you still feel grasped in your in yours, and that mm-hmm. voice gets even all that much more muter, more mute. However, it's still there a little bit. Your chances of coming back again are remote. Take this blessing, Song Lord. And, and do not forget to fire pistols in melee range. <laughs> yeah, that was really stupid. Yeah, just next time, just lay there and take it like a real man. You're an, an advanced gamer. The fact that I have to mention that if the DM goes, "Are you sure?" is <laughs> probably an idea not to do whatever it is about you. To do. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Honestly, Morris, I know you're new to this group. I, I am not big on resurrection. So this is actually a, a thing of of actual awesome. miracle. This is an actual miracle in my game. So very few people come back. And she steps away. Your group has done a lot for you. We, we won, I take it? We are all alive now? Yeah. <laughs> the girl survived. You're back. Strom, go ahead and give it all to him. <laughs> I return his items to no, him. Stop. <laughs> you get to stay the captain. Thank you. should talk about the... Well, we were going to talk about the bracelet you just put on. But, uh, he's like, never mind. Mine! <laughs> that was a faster mine than me. <laughs> we think it is influencing the crew. We think it is influencing the crew, but uh, do with that knowledge what you will. I, I think it just gains their their admiration. And it forces them to trust him. This is what he's trying to say. Well, um, I think it has more effects than that. But I'm not sure. Makes them bound to the ship and the captain. This all sounds like slavery to me. But this is just me. It's called wizardry. Same thing. And we don't have a wizard. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> with time we'll unravel its mysteries. We have... Years before us and a whole new lease on life. 
Wow, that was weird. Anyway. <laughs> so, how are you not human? Yes. How's that? <laughs> We've heard it from two sources now. We Except have? for you. Oh, there's... There's just a little bit of something in the family bloodline. From the same ancestor that gave me the loot. He, uh, he was so skilled, it was said he could... Could, uh, seduce even celestial beings. So you're Star-Lord? <laughs> <laughs> no, your, your mother had sex with the planet? <laughs> how is that possible? <laughs> how, did, how did it... What did it fit? <laughs> note, the, uh, note the golden eyes and my, my wavy golden hair. They're supposed to be signs that I'm... Touched by the celestial. <laughs> knowledge, knowledge, local. Knowledge, local. Yes, knowledge, local. Planes. Planes or religion. Hmm. I'll allow it, but a higher check. Okay. I rolled an eighteen, so this should be decent. No. I only got arcana um, and religion. So Twenty-six. Uh, you've heard of the. Azmir, Azmir, Azmar, Azmir, something, something along that line. Is they're it... half, uh, they're angel people. <laughs> Are you an Azmir? Az Azmar? Yes, that's that's the word that people use for it. For those of my unique bloodline. Touched by an angel. Touched by. That was oh, a TV show. Touched by an angel. <laughs> that was a TV show. That. Timmy, None can you show us where the angel touched it. you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the crew is neither wise of neither here nor there. You are, uh, Abner is completely ecstatic. You are back. Uh, you see a great weight is lifted off his shoulders. He, he, he felt guilty. He truly felt guilty. He did something Killed because of his actions or... Uh, okay. Either here or there that hurt so somebody. So during else. the whole time, they didn't act any different. We we told them about him being dead, and they were like surprised. And I don't think we ever made it back to the boat. <laughs> I mean, I know well, we didn't we... role play that, but this has been a couple days, if not more. Yeah, it has like, been. No, they were. Yeah, they were. They were all truly, actually sad. The, okay. tr the crew was sad to hear of his. Maybe I'm a little. We could have avoided him a whole time. <laughs> I, I don't think we would was, have. He was good to them. You know, yeah. it was a good crew. And uh, was, some people were talking about, some of the crew actually were talking about leaving for more lucrative positions, but that they were the most happy on this boat they've been in a long time. They hadn't been whipped and flogged in a few days, <laughs> okay. so they were pretty... <laughs> their <laughs> their so standards are really low. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, so, oh, you know what? This this crew, I don't know. So Something, to work Somehow I feel like I don't have my own will, but, you know, I haven't been whipped and flogged. And they're feeding us. Not at work, anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, down at the brothel. Uh, but I paid for that, so I can't really complain. That woman's a professional. <laughs> Not to mention, I mean, we're the ship's still being repaired, so. You know who's got tears of joy? <laughs> so Sebastian. A little. Yeah. Did as I your ship, Sebastian. Mm. You were no. waiting. No, I was waiting. Yeah. The... I would have waited until the resurrection failed. <laughs> so uh, a little montage is coming up. I mean, I'm not going to quite skip there yet, but orders are being put in. Abner is true to his word. You're being re out. The armory is being re-outfitted on your ship. Cannons, 
sails, uh, reinforced structures, riggings. We're getting a tank. Uh, and provisions are being all taken to the boat. Everything's going to be not only repaired to what it was when you found it, but better. Gotcha. Modernized. And this is going to take some time. Over this time, you have had several meetings with Abner. He's like, what do you want? What do you want your captain? What do you want your standard to look like? Uh, what type of cannons do you want? Do you want to run lighter? Do you want to run heavier? And we're going to talk about this at the end of this, at the end of the montage, because it doesn't really matter. Like, it doesn't change if we're putting heavy cannons on or light cannons on or how you want to do it. Right now, it's not important, but you're having all these meetings. Things you have learned about Abner in the interim, Zane, you've done mm -hmm. your due diligence, you've learned new things. Lord Tharconis is a Baron of Elambre. He's also a distant cousin of the king there, of the Soonstrider family. Okay. So he has some political weight. His family is actually known for being from this island, the southern portion. Uh, olive farmers, actually, back in the day. <laughs> olive Tycoon, so to speak. <laughs> uh, a nickname for him is the Olive Prince, if that gives you any idea. But he's mostly a trusted figure. A lot of people, the distrust that comes with him that you guys have heard about is mostly based off the fact that he's a spellcaster or, or a perceived spellcaster. The whole, you know, occult thing of him. Stuff that you guys kind of grown out of since your younger years, if that makes sense. Uh, he has a, a very good understanding of the world's politics and an understanding of what happens in the behind the scenes. You've You've gathered that over the couple weeks of talking with him and having meetings. This is kind of my long and roundabout way of asking, because he has asked a few times, how can I help you on your quest? I'm not saying your quest is your own. If you want to keep it to yourself and things close to the vest, that's fine. However, I have resources. I have resources. I can put my ear to the ground. If you need something or require something, I feel a personal investment. You have bled and died for my family. And in, on your please continued discretion on Nancy... I would like to work and help you. Just ask. So what the DM is asking, in a roundabout way, is do you want to involve him in your quest? Or are you going to tell him about the seeking of the finger bone? And do you want him, his resources, looking towards your goals? I wouldn't mind using his resources looking for the tarot and getting as much information on that as we can, because we don't know Jack. And if he's got resources, that'd be a good way to find out. As far as the finger bone, uh, I think we're just going to use it as the compass it is and do it is. what we got to do. The thing with, I asked, too, and I'm, I'm not trying to change your thing on this, but that, that little compass thing has shifted positions. You've looked at it several times, several times. It does not point to where your the finger bone is all the time. It doesn't just point to a finger bone. It doesn't click, 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 click. It points to a position where you're most likely to find it or something that will help you find it or oh it's just a guide it's a guide and it is changed it mostly clicks to the south which there is nothing out there to your there's ocean out to the south 
Well, maybe we could get him to do research on it. Not let him know that we have the finger bone, but maybe get research more on finger bone. Maybe who was holders of it and the history of it and stuff like that. So, so you seek the <laughs> finger bones of the reaching king. We'll say we'll seek the. We'll tell them that we're seeking them, but I'm not going to tell them that we have one. Oh, that's fair. Okay, fair enough. Because I know that can be very tempting, and he's got the ability to take it if he wants. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the second question is, uh, how interested are you in using your ship for this war? That's between. He he admits that it's hard for him to, for even him to control the seas right now. This war between Elmbray and Avernum is at a boiling point, and he can't promise you guys safe passage out of here even him how involved do you want to be he could put out feelers because privateers are on a high high alert Does, are you interested in and he won't make any promises for anybody else but he can get put out feelers to help you guys with this do you want him involved in that discuss as a group too don't I mean I truly like pirating and stuff but I don't think if we're to try and advance in the original quest that we're on doing wars with ships on the water I think we're better at evading well he doesn't know if we take the time to learn where the finger bone is and then go to it directly we would not waste time just going here and there but I would need to send a message to my lady to let her know that uh, transportation is not possible right now but do we want to be directly involved in the war of different entities? Or do we just want to try and skirt it and get where we're going? Well, well do you want to stand around doing nothing after the refit? Or do you want to make money to get stronger? This is your real question. Also, there's also the question of whose side are we taking? I would hope Ellenbray, since it's where I live. And you guys do not have a dog in this fight. That's why we're saying we don't have a dog in the fight. So we have to pick a side. If we pick Ellenbray, we definitely make enemies of the other side. If we stay out of the fight, then we have resources on both sides. Do we? Well, you're with us. Your resources from Ellenbray. If I go to the other side, I'm not Ellenbray or whatever. Maybe I can get in, no problem. But if I pick this side, I can't use this side if we have the finger bone there. I see your point. Also, it's, at the same It's a double edged sword. I mean, and all we got to do is have one bad place cannon fire, and we don't have a ship, period. But that sounds like a pussy response. It might be. (laughs) But I'm also looking at the longer we're dealing with this war, how close are the tarot's going to get to us before we complete our mission? The tarot's or those that serve them. Doesn't the sword protect us from that? She's doing her best, but she also said that they're still getting close. They killed this Deacon Moss. From what she said, yes. Perhaps she should be a part of this discussion. She is more well, of she's the... She's listening now. If she wants to tell us anything, she can. Yeah, she's more of the, uh, I stay silent unless it involves me. And I'm not allowed to ask her questions. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Not a wizard, doesn't care. Yep. All right. Need to but if it. we had that new guy, Apoc, 
<laughs> he would have got a great starter weapon. <laughs> so you uh, and do you want him to put out feelers or not? Yes. Okay. So with and, that. And can he get a message? Is it possible for him to sure. communicate? Sure. You can ask during this, this meeting you're about to have. Okay. We're going to role play a meeting. Okay. A few weeks into this, and we're going to get into details. We're going to back up a little bit after this meeting. Things are going splendidly for your refurbishment of your ship, by the way. You guys are already getting known, not for the Nazi thing, but Darkonis has apparently put out that you guys have done some good deeds and the city is already embracing you guys a little bit, a little bit like Graves, uh, Hearthgrave. Hearthgrave did. <laughs> the keepers are at it again. <laughs> so your your repute is going up. Sorry. And he calls you in with some news. An unscheduled meeting. Thank you for meeting me, Keepers. Lyrium, you look better every day. I feel better every day. Captain, excuse me. My impropriety. I have some news. Both personal and about the war. About the war. The queen of Avenum, Queen Castile herself, has gone missing. This has amped up the war between Elambre and Avenum quite significantly. They are all sailing south for some reason. Something is afoot. He smiles. Which is the curious thing that leads me to your personal inquiry. The finger bones, which you had me look into. I have only been able to locate one. You know each finger bone represents a founder of the nations of the Reaching Kingdom. For example, Avenum, Elimbre, Theolus. Umfa, all these kingdoms have their their founders. Ellenberg was the founder of Ellenberg. In his last remains, in his last remains, are south of here, on a remote island, where the ship known as the River Styx resides. He slides a piece of paper forward the finger bones and etchings and all these different things. It says Ellenberg's finger. Your query and the war coincide. Yeah. I think this is an important matter to discuss. And how you wish to move forward next time. Next time. <laughs> <laughs>